Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I basically was paying someone to fuck my wife. Yeah, it's like, I would do that. I would do that if it make it better. Tom has done that. He paid a limo driver to fuck his wife. Yes, I did. I did. But he had to marry her, too. Welcome to Divorce Party. I'm Monica Casey. I'm Arnold. And our guests today, well, we have two guests. Yeah, lucky. We got... Paul and Patrick Simpson. Watch this episode. You yeah. will never I mean, forget these They're guys. visually unforgettable yeah. and their personalities and their heart and their soul. And they have a reality show called Gown and Out in Beverly Hills. I think four seasons on Amazon to be one of those situations. And they have a podcast called Undressed, which is, I think, the number one fashion podcast is in, the in the world. In the world. The and, world, darling. And, and, uh, and, and they're up for... Uh, reality awards, they have a reality award thing. Yeah, the, the moments of the for, year. For Patrick's uh, facial uh, yeah. surgery. And, uh, and then, then but, but you can vote for them. But we'll tell people how to yeah, vote. For we'll, them we'll tell you how to vote for them. So tune in uh, and uh, let's bring Paul and Patrick to the party. Welcome, Paul and Patrick. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. How you hey, doing? Hey, guys. How are you? Really Good. appreciate you guys doing this this is fantastic so how long have you two been together over 20 years yeah 20 years july 21 oh mazel tov congratulations my brother and his husband just celebrated 19 years so amazing together if he's not a dick, if he's not a dick for another year there it'll be their 20th well i don't want to end up like all these uh, people like angelina jolie and the Kim Zosiaks of the world oh, that are yeah. just getting divorced from their husbands. I'm like, why? Yeah, it's why? crazy. After 20 years, you just stick it out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 20 years is a lot. I've had uh, four four-year marriages. So it feels like 20 years, but you're, you're right. You know, you, what you do is you marry an adult. <clears throat> and you say, uh, here's, don't break the big rules here. But uh, yeah. uh, 
and uh, adjust your expectations every so often. That's what you got to do in life. Because people get well, it's all about compromise. You can't just you can't expect to stay the same, and you can't expect to have to feel the same exactly throughout the entire journey. So you're just compromise is great. You know that's a dirty word to people, but uh, and then you compromise is is very. You just I mean life is so much easier when you compromise. Whatever you do in business and in personal, you know, you know there's some things you have like two things you won't compromise with, but. Then you compromise with everything else, and, and you. Yeah, Wait, I, what are the two things you don't compromise with? Yeah, I'm well, curious. Uh, well, they they can't hate me. Now I have married people that hated me, and I thought I'm going to turn this shit around, man. I. Oh my guy. god, you're like those. You're like those uh, straight women that are like, oh, I'm going to convert that gay. That's <laughs> right. Like, nope. yeah. Not I, happening. That's not going to happen. I am exactly like that, and so. <laughs> You know, that's why, again, I haven't had a date in six years. I'm pacing myself because, you know, there are a lot of great people out there, you know, a lot of yeah. great people. And, uh, but, you know, after after four divorces, you're like, because uh, fr- three divorces, you're like, yeah, those crazy bitches. Fourth divorce, you're like, well, maybe it's me. <laughs> you think? Oh, my God. Okay, so, Patrick, you yes. were married to a woman. How in the fuck did that happen and what year was this tell me um, everything wow it was in the 90s okay. uh um our daughter was born 1991 so it was right before actually it was yeah 1991 so it was actually the year before uh we got married we refer to her now as the red-headed demon bitch from hell <laughs> she would make any man go gay <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, yes, love it. Um, you know, I thought at the time that that's what my parents wanted. I was raised Catholic. I was an altar boy. Um, I always thought that, make you know, you, you get married, you have kids, you have a family. You, you, th- yeah. That's what you do. You did back then. And where were you um, from? Orange County. Yeah, Orange County. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. Most conservative. Very yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, my dad was, uh, my parents were Knights, of, my dad was a Knights of Columbus, of and he was a Mason. Same time. He's like the, you know, my mom was, uh, you know, the ladies' legion, all of that. They did all of the, you know, the Catholic stuff mm-hmm. that you do. And, you know, you have a bunch of kids and you get married. And I thought that's what they wanted. And I thought that that's how you could you know, make your parents happy. And I wanted it, I thought. And she just turned out to be evil bitch from heaven. But, but his parents... I mean, she parents, was bad. His parents did not even like her. No, they she, hated she, her. She oh. treated them yeah. really, really bad. Yeah. As well. Ah, Very so much how so. long did it last? Um, we were married for six, divorcing for seven. <laughs> six years? Years or for seven? Yeah. No, it was divorcing for like six, almost seven years. You know, four oh, years and maybe three yeah. wow. Because she kidnapped her. I have no, because she kidnapped our daughter when I, I had full custody of our daughter, actually. Yeah. And um, it was really interesting because I didn't even know I was gay. I mean, I was attracted to men and stuff like that, but I had never had I never had a relationship with a man at all, ever. Um, and then I uh was in Tucson, and I was out there for uh, uh, an event, 
Um, and I wound up in a gay bar by accident, not even knowing it was a fucking gay bar. Cause it was a country bar straight in the front. And then in the back, all these really cool, like techno music. And everything, techno. everything <laughs> always happens in the back. <laughs> so I went back and I, somebody, I was drinking and he kissed me and we were together for 10 years until he died. Oh, my and God. we had full custody of my daughter. That's the best. Um, and back then, there were no gay parents. We were like the pioneers of gay parenting. I remember nobody really knew I was gay. Like, they knew, but we didn't know we were, like, in a full relationship. And then the first year we were together, we did a Christmas card, just before Paul, on the stairs of our house with me and him and our daughter. And I sent it out to everybody, and everybody was like, what the fuck is this? You don't have a gay family? Like, they were shocked. Yeah. Wow. Really shocked. That's um, and yeah, it was, it was I you know, like, before... Now every now it's not you're not cool if you're not a gay parent. Back then, <laughs> nobody would, you know would even want anything. You know, they didn't want that. Uh, and we were together for ten years. And I think one of the things that I would like to say that this this is how far we've really come in society. When he was dying and he was on his deathbed, his parents would not let me into the hospital room to say goodbye because they were against gay and gay people and all of they they were catholic as well my parents were very supportive of me and our relationship and they kind of you know he was their other family and it was really sad so i never really got to say goodbye to him uh he died before i could ever go into the hospital room never saw him at all and i think one of the sweetest moments is when we went to the funeral in tucson there were all these like slides of me and him and our daughter together and his grandmother came up to me and she said to me, and this thing will always stay with me for the rest of my life. She said, he told me one of the last things he ever said, I was to find you no matter what and tell you that you were the only person that made him happy and gave him an amazing life. And that's always stayed with me forever. And I really think he sent Paul to me because oh. I was broken after I lost that relationship and then I was going through a custody. We went through custody battle like twice. And um, and then we got Shelby, our, our daughter. We got her back again, custody with Paul and I. And then he was like a great mother and raised her until, you know, she was married and the rest is history. But we kind of started the pioneering of gay parenting. Kind well, of that's, amazing. Yeah. that's an amazing, amazing uh, story. And I'd like that you pulled that great moment from the grandma out and you said, I'm going to carry that with me. Yeah. I'm not going to carry this other bullshit. I mean, I'll acknowledge the other bullshit happened, but that moment's going to stay with me and it probably led to you guys being together. Are you still Catholic? Um, you know, Are I believe you- he does, Tom. He does get on his knees and prays <laughs> very often. <laughs> I'm good on my knees, right? I'm good on my yeah. knees. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I just, I think. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny because a couple weeks ago at Dodger Stadium, uh, there's a, a gay uh, uh, comedy troupe that dresses like nuns, and they, they go and they raise money for people. They do all this stuff, and they're being honored at Dodger Stadium. So everybody's in an uproar for them denigrating the Catholic uh, Church. And they had a protest with 2,000 people trying to block people getting into uh, Dodger Stadium. And the sign said, think of the children. Because their whole thing is, you know, a drag queen, oh, my God, that's going to. And right. no irony that uh, so many children 
were sexually assaulted by by Catholic priests. No, that no irony about the fact that that right. happened, and they're not down well, there protesting. And and the fact so, that not only were they sexually assaulted by so many priests that the Catholic Church hid it for so long yeah. and protected yeah. priests institutionally. They they had a whole system to hide it. Right. So yeah. well, I, I think it, I, I think it's maybe maybe drag queen. Yes, I can tell you one thing, Tom. I think there's a standard in society still where mm-hmm. the female is always supposed to care for a child that they think mm-hmm. is going to do a better job because they have instinctual right. motherly, uh, you know, uh, feelings or instincts, or instincts yeah. that, they, that they have, the nurturing. But mm-hmm. they don't realize that all humans are capable of that. All people are capable of that because I remember when we used, when we went to court, I had nine different people that came to testify on our behalf. Yeah. And the ex-wife had zero. Right. I had multiple statements from different regulatory agencies, including the schools and the district that were siding with us. And none on her part. Right. Yet the judge was very hesitant in being able to really do what's right and go ahead and give the child to loving, caring adults who he knew would be able to take care of that child. Right. And now, years later, she still owes me child support. Yeah. And for all those, <laughs> My- for all those men that are put in jail yeah. for not paying one-time child support yep. or two-time child support or missing a payment or not putting into the account that is over at the courthouse that's been set up as an account. Yeah. She owes me over $50,000. She's not made one. She was ordered to, she was only ordered to pay when I got custody of our child to pay a minimum support payment, like laughable support payment. Like, like my, Just, which we never argued. Yeah. We're like, fine. Yeah, a minimal, it's fine. But she never, and I got like a little like Arizona, like the card where, you know, the Maricopa card where you're going to get your, it's like a credit card and your payments get deposited. She did not put one single payment. And on top of it, account. on top of it. Not one. She owed me about 12 years ago, probably. Yeah. She owed me about $46,000 that had also accrued interest. Right. We went to court to collect. And the judge said, oh, no, 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 no. She's a female. It's, mm-hmm. it's bad enough that she, she couldn't right. take care of her child. They dismissed, right? they took, Tom, they took all of my interest penalties and dismissed all of it and cut it down to a, just the minimum payment. Just a, the basic and what she owed. Still several, you know, over 20 something thousand dollars, but still they took like over $30,000 in penalties, interest away if i were a man going in against and the wife was bringing oh, me in my ass yeah. would be in jail yeah. Yeah. Not and there's clearly and obviously reasons as to why this woman does not have custody of her child right let's do this too they're right though it's still a bit of a stigma in uh custody family court that uh the mother uh has a little bit of is favored it, even in spite of, of guys like these, and you know, I was raised by a single dad. I promise you, it can be done. I'm a single dad. My kids are ten and seven. 
I've been in court for six years, and oh, yeah. and I'm, I'm always thinking like, when are they gonna? When is the judge gonna lower the boom on on uh, the right. the mother who's dragging me into? But but you know they absolutely can't. We absolutely can raise our our children. We could do. I learned with the moment my kids were born. I said I'm gonna do everything. I'm gonna change every diaper. I'm gonna take every uh, yeah. because it'll it will make you closer. You know, nobody Absolutely. wants custody 100%. battles. And I'm sure in your perfect world, you both would have been uh, great parents and, and loving to your kid. But that doesn't happen. Sometimes, uh, as we know, that doesn't happen. So I, I appreciate well, I mean, what you guys have done as parents. Uh, there's nothing great. You know it's the best reward in the world. Being yeah. in, in, our, in our case, when we went to the Arizona court, I mean, it's a Republican state. It's a conservative state. Two gay, two gay men walking in. Two well, gay and, men. and how did that process start? I mean, did you, did your family help you get a lawyer? Like, or was it a huge shitstorm of Patrick is gay. He's getting a divorce. He has a kid. I mean, was this just like an epic shitstorm in your life or what happened? Yeah, it is. And I'm actually, eventually I'm going to write it write a book about it because there's really people need to know what, what we went through. through back then because yeah. it's not today where you can just oh gay parents go adopt have a child yeah. it's it, nothing but, like that but, but fast forward to all of that he was an amazing father before i came into the picture mm-hmm. and he had full custody of the child in a healthy and yeah uh, mind body and soul all of it, right? Physically and was your family supportive at that time once you left? They were. My, yeah, my family was. His family was very supportive. When I came into the picture, there was a little bit of the mother playing games on him. Mm-hmm. And a little bit. There was a lot. Well, and at that point, I asked him, I said, I don't think you can move forward in life. If you keep battling someone who's just keeps pulling you back in court because yeah. you didn't do this or you should do that or I heard this or you said that. And this man was so nice. He used to pay her I did. to come babysit the child so that because the child did not want to see her. Because I thought back then you would you a mother should be in a child's yeah. life, oh, even though yeah. she never wanted she never wanted to have her. She never wanted children. She yeah. always, you know, uh, never she, at all. In the court papers, it says, I wanted a boob job and a Lexus. Yeah, that's what she asked me for in the divorce. That's a rap song. And she was going to sign over custody if I did that. Yeah. I mean, some people and just, so, yeah, they don't have it. They're not maternal. They only care right. about themselves. It's And that's okay, Monica. That's okay. But then yeah. if that's the case and you know you're not going to be a mother to this child, why do you have to fight me to right. the death right. of right. when I want this child and I want to be a father to I this child? I wonder if it's out of guilt in some Yeah, some it's level. out of guilt and immaturity and bad behavior. But at least my mother, who was a lunatic... Said, I'm not maternal, right? Day one. And then left, took my, the house keys to my dad at the office, said, there there were three of us, four, three, and one. They're all yours. They're all yours. And then, and, uh, but the people, uh, the, the I see this happening a lot with a, with a, 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 a mom who will say, you know what? I, I really not, I tr- trust you. I, I You'll do a great job. I can't do a great job right now. Then they start hearing from people or something and they're like, okay. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm going to make everybody's life miserable. I'm not even going to consider what's the best thing for the kids. And certainly right. it's not all the acrimony and, and things. And, uh, but if they pretty- genuinely wanted to be good mothers or fathers, there is a way to do that. You know, where you sure. put the kids first and their needs first. And, and, but some people are very immature and selfish. I think most people have an issue with themselves and the ego okay. steps in. Yes. And they're not able to recognize the true essence of another human that they're there to respectfully nurture. How how did your child do during all of this? How old was she when you got divorced and how well, do you think that affected her? Well, the first time uh when we when we separated and I got full custody of her, uh, when she was like seven years old, I believe. Oh, seven. Yeah. Um she, six and a half, almost seven. And then her mother, I got full custody. And then when her mother found out because they they had a psychologist come in to to interview me, work with her, the mother, work with me. The psychologist wrote a 26-page report saying that I am the better parent. I should be the custodial parent. So it got us. It was a slap to her face. And the and the real thing that she really hated was that she was going to lose the child support and the alimony. Of course, of course. I got custody. That yeah. was the whole thing. I don't even want to tell you how much this man was paying. I'm like, excuse me, a I lot. can pay my Rolls Royce payments it for was, that. It was a yeah. lot. Yeah. It was a lot. It's, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> you, you know, the one thing that I, I, I could say from going through this experience, it's um, really understanding that the double standards, I think, will always be there. But I think what ends up prevailing at the end, if you can muddle through it completely, is the truth. Because yeah. what, when we That's went true. to court, each time they said, oh, we should change the venue, we should change the judge, and you, yeah. you're going to get better results. I said, no, we're going to go to the same court, we're going to be in front of the same judge, because I want that judge to have to look at himself because I'm sure he's going to hear about this in his family at one point yeah. or another. Mm-hmm. I want him to understand the gravity of what he's capable of doing and incorrectly adjudicating. Yes. So that every single time I walked into that courtroom, at one point I could see the judge just brace. Yes. Because he was like, oh my God, they're going to come in with a dossier this thick. Yep. And now they're going to put me to the test. And I told him, I said, I will stand here and I will bring whoever I need to in order for you to be able to make the right decision. 
Not the one that I want you to make because I know I'm the better choice. Right. But the right decision for this child. And I want to ensure that when you go home every single night, all you do is think about the wrong way you treated me. Yep. The wrong way you went ahead about making sure that you weren't going to be able to clarify this for me when you had the opportunity to. And Tom, were you were you going through a custody as well or no? Custody yeah, settled. Well, here's the thing, right? When it, by the way, she asked for a divorce for a year. And then finally I said, okay. And then I filed. And that made, yeah. made her irate. But she wanted a divorce. She was not, she hated me. There's, I'm not as so hyperbole. Yeah. But see, everything that you just described, Tom, yeah. it's animosity towards you. Right. And it has nothing to do with the children. And right. so just because she doesn't like you, she's, and I don't understand this. Yeah. I don't understand it. Leave the kids out of it. Stick to the agreement. You want to come after me? Come after me for me. But there's nothing to come time. after me. But Tom, who is, your, who is your support source during this? Like, who gives you, like, the most support during your custody? Well, you know, I'm sober, so I'm a part of a big community uh, that way. I think when it first started happening, my friends are like, oh, my God, she's she's angry. What did you do? Uh, yeah. I think that it, they're, well, woman scored, all that bullshit. And then eventually... Yep. And people want to stay away when there's a custody. They're uncomfortable. Right. There's two. There was two people I have to say that were very supportive for me during the custody, all the custody drama and the bullshit. Number one, Paul, my yeah, husband. We're not married yet, but we're going to be married. My my fiance, uh, who uh, he was so incredibly supportive, there for me, picking me up all the time, support of talking, just really making me continue moving forward when I really wanted to just give up so many times. And the second person is really going to surprise you. Anna Nicole Smith. She was our best friend and she was such a support for me to keep me going. And so many times she gave me so many words of comfort and strength and really the two of them, Paul and Anna Nicole really helped me persevere to continue through to where we finally eventually got full custody of our daughter and raised her to today. She's a doctor. I mean, everybody, and, a doctor. I mean, everybody Congrats. Yeah. everybody yeah. should, everybody should recognize that you need people that love, respect and care about you. And yeah. That's your circle. That's your little village and community. They're going to help you raise those children. You're going to fall back on them whenever you need to. Yeah. They're always going to be there unconditionally because they're just good people. But above all, when you're a single parent, you also understand the challenges of just day-to-day life when you don't have that extra support of the extra person in your household. Exactly. That you can call on and go, can you go pick up my child real quick because I'm running five minutes late and I don't want to be late. You're just down the street. or And we have that. Yeah. You have to create that. So, and we tell Monica, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, asking for help is huge. And I think a lot of people struggle from not wanting to feel like a burden or, yeah. you know, and I tell people all the time, cause only cause I have to preach it to myself, like ask for help. You can't do everything. And just like you yeah. said, I finally have, you know, a group text of parents that I can say, yeah. shit, I'm five minutes late. Can you stand with her at the bus till I get there yeah. now? Cause my yeah. parents left me on a street corner in San Francisco till dark. <laughs> there was no, oh yeah, I was right in Union Square, honey. Was it Folsom Street? That was a good time. <laughs> my school was on Green and Steiner. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, it's, it does take a, it takes a village and it does. We should have another child. We've been talking about having another child. I want to have another I kid. Uh, babies are great. I, I missed the baby part. I, I, I have baby fever so bad. Do you want me to carry your baby? Yes, you oh, can. Monica, what? I would carry totally baby. carry your baby. I'm also going to. I, I don't, I'm sure you got a preacher set up. I'm a Unitarian minister. I have, I've been married four times and four divorces, but I have married four couples, all gay, that really? are still so together. Gone, are they still, still together? together? Yes. Yeah. Don Dad, Daddy Bukatinsky, or, uh, I think they've been together 15 years. Uh, there's a, they've got kids. Their life okay. is great, but I'll Maybe be there. married. Maybe marriage is not your thing, but you're blessed in giving others that, that marital, That's you know. Right. So we're going to get married next year. Tom, I think you should. Be, you should. I will. I'll do it. And it'll be real. It'll be legal. And it'll be real. Okay. And it's cheap. Tom is yeah. cheap. I'm free. You know? Yeah, I work just for free. Feed him. Yeah. <laughs> I just want more stories. I just want more comfort. I, I hope more. we're making you know what? But you know, But you know what? These aren't stories. These are lives yeah. we've lived. Right. Yeah. These are... These are journeys that we've gone on that is sometimes you have to sit back and really think, how did we even make it through to the other side? Yes. Because you always wonder when he was ready to give up every single time. So I had times. to make sure. Well, and that you could have had- stayed. You could have stayed, Patrick, and lived yeah. an unfulfilling, you know, non-authentic life. And you yeah. could have stayed and your soul would have died, but you could have stayed. Yep. <laughs> Hundred percent. But, but a lot of people, I think, get to a lot. It's sad that a lot of gay men do stay, or gay yeah, women still to this day. Yeah. yeah. So the courage. And I, and I mean, what do you think gave you the courage to really make pivot and choose yourself and choose to live your life who you really are? Um, something that I, happened. You know, I think that I. It was really funny because I was coming back from. Uh, from Tucson after I met this person and I had already at this point knew my ex-wife was cheating on me with the personal trainer. I already knew I was paying someone to essentially fuck my wife. I already knew that. So, you know, Tom been there. Um, I I already knew that. And I, it's really weird. I was driving from Tucson back to Phoenix because we lived in Phoenix and a Madonna song came on the radio about where she's about telling your truth. And that song, I forget the name of the song, but it's that song where it said, I can't, remember the name. I can't remember the name of the song. And I'll think of it where she talks about it you from have the to Frozen live. album, Ray of Light. I can't remember, I got to find but it where she's saying about. Um, what is the name of that song? I can't remember. I know but I mean. the song where she's talking about you have to, you know, uh, t- telling the truth. And then I went and I literally that night drove home and told my, you know, told her, my ex wife, that I can't live a lie anymore. I, you know, I love, and then, and it was really sad. I told her I did love her, but I can't live with her because I'm gay. And I figured wow. out that I'm gay and that I need to live my truth and be happy. And she hated me. She got, it was awful. See, I think that's like the best scenario. Like a gay husband. Yes. A huge fight. She threw an iron at my head. I had a gash in my head. I was bleeding. And then I kind of pushed her away. And then she called the police because I pushed her off of me. And the police came and she's like, I want him arrested. He's beating me. He pushed me. And the police, and this was really interesting because the police officer looked at me and her and said, Mrs. Simpson, I'm sorry, but his head is bleeding and he has a gash. 
if anyone's going to get arrested tonight, it's going to be you. Yeah. And I said, no, I don't want her to be arrested. Yeah, right. Don't want Gentlemen the, one, the, the mother end. of my child. Yeah. And that was it. And so I, you know, I left the house that night and, and rented an apartment the next day. I was financially able. I could do all of that. And then it was really weird because a couple weeks later, the person that I met in Tucson, he moved in with me and we kind of started our life. And she was so jealous and hated it. And she had our daughter. Two weeks later, she came, knocked my knocked on my door, had our daughter and said, here, you take her. I don't want her. I never wanted her. You can have her. You take her. And I, I had her and I raised her and I had her for a couple of years. And then she hated the fact that that I was happy raising our daughter and everyone gave her so much shit for giving up her child that she then tried to take custody and we got in, that's when everything started see that's the sad part tom i don't understand yeah. like you know you've been through different divorces yeah you have children you have your your you have a life but she didn't but she didn't want her but she didn't want me to yeah have exactly so this woman doesn't want to and that's my point. This woman doesn't want to be with you. Right. Wants to be with the children, but doesn't want to be with you. And that's fair. Great. No problem. But why do you have to make your life so difficult that when you're there with the children, that you have to overcompensate for everything, for their mistakes, yeah. for everything and their shortcomings. And then you're being attacked every single time to to make right and they don't have any uh, consequences for them because they're female because they're the one that gave birth. And it's, it, and that's the part that I don't, it, it, it's hard for me to resonate because if women want to be equal to men and I hear this all day long, yeah, we're gay. <laughs> we should be equal to all humans. Yeah. Not it's not men versus women or gays versus transgender. It's all humans. We're human before we know we're gay. We're yeah. human before we know we're straight or whatever we end up being or whatever our religion is, whatever our uh political aspirations are. Yep. We're human. So why can't humans just be kind to one another just a little bit? In yeah. essence to be able to have fairness for the children and other humans involved. I knew you guys were funny, and I expected that. And we'll have some lighthearted banter about divorce yeah. and uh, sexuality and different things and fashion. But this has been so amazing for me as a Same. human being, too. Uh, it is so thoughtful and so much grace and so much good advice and kindness I cannot thank you guys enough. This thank has you for having been us. a, a great experience for me personally, and uh, I really appreciate. Can that. I suggest something that you do next time you go to court? And a lot yes. of parents don't do this. Mm. I don't know why. I did. Invite all of us. Let us know the date and the time that you're going to. Court. I will. A chum will. court. Yeah, support. Yeah, we all. That's a great. We all show up. Uh, yeah. You guys are Thank coming next. Thank you so time. much for coming. Yes. Love you. Thank both. you. I love you guys. Can we can we plug our show? Gown yes, and out in Beverly Hills. All the things. Perfect. Gown and out in Beverly Hills. Four seasons. By the way, we were just nominated to American Reality Television Awards uh, for oh my God. art direction and best reality TV moment when I put my facelift on TV. 
Uh, so that's pretty oh, awesome. Yeah. And the public can vote for us. They can text the the word artist, A-R-T-A-S, to 40691 or go to vote.theartist.com and vote for us till July 20th. And we also have our podcast, Undressed with Paul and Patrick, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Number hey. one fashion podcast in the oh world. Yes. Congratulations. We, we're actually releasing Tracy Tudor's episode tomorrow. This Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. I'm going to listen. I don't, know, when is this, I don't know. When do you guys release this? I don't even we know. We are every Tuesday. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Okay, thanks. Buddy. We're always a You all that down, brother. Monica, you wrote the thing, how to vote and stuff. Yes. You'll show me how to vote. Yes, I've the- recorded I'll send it to you, too. Yeah, text me, and I'll text it to Tom. Well, thank you, guys. Love you, guys. Thank Thank you. 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 Thanks, guys. If you guys need any pickups or anything, we're available. We're the Gunkles. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Gunkles. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you. Oh, my God. That was the best. That was the best. And I was on with my... uh, That's so great. No, I love a therapy sesh before this. Because don't you feel like we had such a great episode with Megan because she had just done therapy? Oh, yeah. Megan was... I mean, they've just got better each week. These guys, though, I didn't expect them to be... I I did download on all their videos and their podcasts and everything. Yeah. And uh, they're very funny and stuff. And I thought, well, this is going to be a kind of a funny story about... Uh, but no, it was much deeper than that. And, you know, Megan, uh, the same, you know, she uh, was very uh, uh, thoughtful and completely honest to which you don't, you know, sometimes when people get on the other side of a breakup or whatever, they're, they don't want to revisit it or they're like scared to say the truth. Yeah. And uh, I think that she was uh, very honest, very cool. She got a beautiful home. Yeah, Megan's house is but these like guys, steps man, on a stick. How great! How great of a couple are these guys? I mean, seriously, it's how like fucking they, lucky are they for to have gotten? Right? Each other? And what's so funny is, you know, they do literally everything together. Like yeah. it could have just been Patrick, but it's like they're almost like your grandparents. How they get on the phone at the same time? Like you oh, don't yeah, just talk to your grandma or your grandpa. Uh, they're okay. always together. Yeah. But I get it. Like when you're around them, it just totally makes sense. And you're also like, like they are literally perfect for each other. Like who else could compliment that other person? Yeah. Thank you, Monica. All right. You're the best. Have you're a great day. Thank you. Great job. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water 
it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.